welcome to Tunnel Talk, a No Facts, All Feelings Wrestling podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Ann. And I'm Leah. And it was a fun week in wrestling. It, it was. really was. Yeah, it was. I'd agree it was. I think we're doing better than last week. Yeah. yeah. Mentally? Well, yeah, it was a bad week, but I feel good now. We're recording on a Friday <laughs> for a change uh, because it was a bad week, but it's good now again. Uh, it was upside down week in wrestling. We were in Long yeah. Island where... The land of uh, the upside down. <laughs> the land of the upside down where everybody gets opposite reaction, which is so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get started, we're just going to do a very, very brief reminder that we do have our limited edition magnets, mm. which you're welcome to buy or not buy. Again, they are magnetic. They'll stick to anything <laughs> that a magnet would stick to. They have our logo on them, so... Going and fast. Then, Put in your order. <laughs> buy, buy, buy. <laughs> Is there as popular as Bitcoin? Nothing makes me feel more like we're a real podcast than hawking merch. <laughs> I know. But that is what I was like. I was like, we'll just tell them, but like really quickly, because sometimes it goes on for quite a while. So actually, we immediately have to move on. You can have a magnet if you want. Uh, the link is pinned in our socials or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to start out. We had three Owen Hart tournament matches on Dynamite this week. Mm-hmm. So that's a tournament that is happening. <laughs> but the but, real tournament yes. was... Uh, I think we mentioned the last week that uh, Allie has the little, uh, the Damon Salvatore's Mommy's Little Ham Award for Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do think uh, we'll, we'll reveal this to the public this week. I think. <laughs> we should post it. It's a pretty uh, good award. It and I use it a lot. <laughs> In the middle of uh, Wednesday's episode, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is the Damon Salvatore's Mommy's Little Ham for Boys qualifier. <laughs> like every single promo, I was like, oh, you really really want it you want it bad. <laughs> we should make a little bracket and then have people play out a week and just like see where see where we end up you know that would be fun because any week that matt jackson gets some real screen time mm-hmm. it is he is the f- real front runner for this award he will think, win it if he gets yeah. the time well i think it's it would come down to matt versus mjf and i don't know i don't know who would come out you mean most weeks or this most week? weeks most weeks most weeks yeah well, this week, I will get to it later, but I thought that the face acting that Matt Jackson was doing in his very brief, wordless appearance, it was like he was mad that everyone <laughs> else was participating in the Damon Salvatore Mommy's Little Ham Tournament, and he hadn't been invited. And he was like, I'm going to do the fucking most with my one minute of screen time, and we'll see. I can still get that award. And it's like, oh, I don't know that you're going to get it, but yeah. You're really, you are in the running, and that is miraculous. Yeah, I think like ham per screen time, if we did that calculation, <laughs> mm. ratio Matt, of ham, Matt like 100% really ham to yeah. 0%. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was, it was over the top. So he we are, the most <laughs> yeah. I, so I did ask you guys to know who your ham of the week is. <laughs> 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 your mommy's little ham. Uh, and I would like it if you guys would just, when we get to your choice, weigh uh-huh. in at that time. You got Say it. hello. That's, that's Damon. That's Damon <laughs> Salvatore. <laughs> so that being said, let's talk about the actual uh, Owen Hart tournament matches that were on Dynamite this week. So we'll start with Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm had, was this a, was this first round? Yeah, Second the round? quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. Had their quarterfinals match on dynamite uh they this was preceded by a tag team match on rampage in which ruby soho and tony storm beat Britt baker and jamie Hayter, and tony got to pin Britt. which yeah i was pretty scandalized by that i know i was kind of like 
Tony? <laughs> Pin Brit. Brit got pinned. Brit by Tony? By <laughs> Tony Storm? Feel right. not, but it's not fair because I do think that Tony Storm is a good wrestler but we have mostly seen her do promos and the promos are so bad <laughs> so bad that it's just like a bad promo or can't get pin- or a good promo or can't get pinned by a bad promo right <laughs> i saw that a wrestling right. website a man writing about how tony storm's promos were great and i was stop like stop it wow <laughs> dick runs the game <laughs> <laughs> i'll say it I was um, reading something about a potential new woman and without like any sense of irony they were like she's not good at promos but she's a great wrestler and I was like Tony we can't keep doing this <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we need over here <laughs> the last thing that we need is more good wrestlers <laughs> we need <laughs> actors we need people who did theater in high school thespians <laughs> <laughs> we need people whose dream it is to go see a show at the globe Tony <laughs> Oh my god! Um, yeah, so Tony Tony Pun Brit. That's okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> um, during the 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 Jamie Tony match on Dynamite, commentary was saying that if Jamie advanced in the tournament, she might end up fighting Brit down the line, which is mm. called threatening me with a good time. <laughs> I immediately high alert slime time, but uh, unfortunately Tony won, uh, which I hated. Uh, I so. Yeah, I mean, um, thoughts. When Jamie and uh, when Jamie and Britt started cheating, I was like, "Oh, this is exactly what's going to happen. They're going to cheat and get the win, and then Jamie and Britt are going to fight each other at some point in this tournament, and then like that's going to start the friction between Jamie and Britt." So I would like was one of those moments where I was like, "I'm so convinced that I know what's going to happen. I barely have to watch it." And then like <laughs> she, she got Tony got the pin, and I was like, "Excuse me, what just happened?" <laughs> yeah. And I did think, so because Tony pinned Brit, and we were all scandalized, as I think we were, like, meant to be kind of like, oh, my God, that's an upset. Uh, I did think, like, well, I guess maybe they'll meet later in the tournament, and there'll be, like, some more stakes than Mm -hmm. if it were Mm. their first time fighting. But I don't have a really good sense of kind of, like, what is going on, whether there are any arcs shaping, what arcs are shaping up in the women's tournament. There's no arcs in women's wrestling. I know. It's so <laughs> sad. And it's like they just can't seem to keep anything going for very long. It's like the Jamie Britt tension like is a good slow burn, except like I don't know that it's ever going to pay off. You know, it's like I hope it will like it should. But uh, I'm mm-hmm. I think I'm having I'm having like a brain thing where I'm like the transitive property. I'm like Britt is girlfriend of Adam Cole. Adam Cole is girlfriend of the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks will <laughs> never let Brit not let her feud have payoff. That's not right. But that is in my head is what's happening is I'm like, the Bucks will take care of this. They will make sure she knows it's so important that a long arc has an ending. <laughs> you know how important. So um, I am on vacation with my parents right now. And so they I last night or two nights ago, Wednesday, watching Dynamite, I was like, oh, you know, I can, like, watch it in my room. And they were like, oh, no, we should all watch it together. We loved watching the pay-per-view with you with that time we did. I was like, okay, great. Um, but then today at dinner, my dad was like, oh, yeah, and they had that women's match in in the show, too. Like, that was, that was neat. Like, do they have that every week? <laughs> like, as that was, like, a special occasion. I was like... That is how it's treated, but they do have it every week. They do have a whole women's division. <laughs> you, do, yeah. you do have the vibe. Uh, yeah, like, right. It, it's like this is technically wrong, but... not just men's wrestling, but um, you're right that it feels like it pretty much is. So Yeah. 
Do they have that every week? (laughs) It is like, it's like when you're getting a treat, but it's not a treat because you always get it, but it's still kind of like, no, that's your special little treat. Your women's match. Can you enjoy your women's match? Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Well, upcoming in the women's tournament, we have Brit versus a Joker. We do not know who that is. That's what Joker means. Nailed it. (laughs) And uh, they bring in a new woman. Do we know any spoilers at all? I don't. For well, we the know Joker. the spoilers for Riho versus Ruby Soho because Lee and I oh. watched. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. I meant for the who the Joker is. If they're I don't know signing anything. a new woman, I haven't heard anything from Fightful, my only source. So, <laughs> I think um, the most com- I I don't know why I went down a hole about it this morning, but uh, the most common speculation is Athena, who got released from WWE, oh. and Maki Ito coming back. Oh, oh, well, that's fun. Yeah, I like that's Maki cool. Ito. Yeah. Athena, I don't know. Yeah. And, you're say, and you say that she can't do promo. That is, that's <laughs> that is so what cool. the article I read was like, Aww. Athena's gr- a great wrestler. She can't that's do a promo perfect. to save her life. Like, that is what we need around Love here. Love it. <laughs> okay. Well, moving on. Uh, Adam Cole had his match. This, so this is on the men's side of the tournament. The mm-hmm. Was this the quarterfinals? Uh, no. This was qualifier. Adam, yeah. His first this yeah. Was semi- round. This was... Oh, th- whatever uh, you know who cares who cares don't you know what we're not going to specify because i can't do it so it's fine uh adam cole fought bald ftr on dynamite <laughs> i do uh, like that we used to know their names and now we're purposefully forgetting them yeah we like i know them really but hard to remember <laughs> yeah, them and now that dan Housen calls them bald and hair that's like the funniest thing so i've, mm-hmm. I've unlearned their names I oh i think have. and then i think i just got that from you because I, I i didn't even like really think that we were taking that from Danhausen. I just felt like I was being enabled to be badly behaved. Like, it's like, we don't have to call them by <laughs> We don't respect anymore. them anymore. We've decided we're out. Right, yeah. While the rest of you have gotten hornier and hornier, we have actually lost respect. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but um, okay. So this definitely was a match that did happen. We, I, I loved that you confidently were like, it had a coherent story. I mean, I think you were right, but I was just like, oh, I didn't notice any of that. I kind of watched it, but didn't really notice it. Well, okay. So my point was only that, like, you know, the thing that like Sammy Guevara does where like he gets like he, you know, takes a bump and then he's like, oh, no, my knee, my knee. And then like forgets. Yeah. 10 seconds later, jumps (laughs) on his knee. And then 15 seconds after that is like. I've remembered. I have a knee injury. (laughs) (laughs) An intermittent (laughs) knee injury. (laughs) Dax was doing like a really good job of being like, I have a rib injury. And like he sold it the whole time. And he kept trying to do these moves that were like clearly like cool FTR moves. And then like being able to like, yeah, he couldn't do it. And like he'd have to drop Adam Cole and be like, ah, my ribs. And like, oh no, his ribs. I will say FTR, consummate professionals, those guys. They're welcome at the Globe any day. (laughs) They know how to wrestle. I just don't understand why it doesn't Mm -hmm. touch my heart. It's crazy how little it touches my heart, actually, because it's like they were doing all kinds of things. Like they were lying on top of, well, Dax was (laughs) on top of Adam Cole. You know, it's like all the kinds of stuff that normally I would be like, oh, this is interesting. It was just like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, I know. Well, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, there was a lot going on in the match. At one point, I did call Adam Cole a home wrecker. So, <laughs> um, yeah. But then he did. Adam Cole won, I guess, because of Dax's rib. I didn't really appreciate that in the moment. <laughs> but it so it wasn't a commentary on Dax's lack of skill. It was about his rib. That's right. And that's unfortunate because Injured. he said that the FTR. Uh, no, the the Owen Hart tournament was the thing that mattered most in his wrestling life right now. 
<laughs> Rip. Oh. Yeah. Can you can you tell everybody what our third bullet is here? Because it makes me laugh. <laughs> oh no. Dax's <laughs> <laughs> oh. wrestling style of actively being in <laughs> Well, just at the end, like he right before he tapped out or whatever, he clutched Bryce's hand so hard <laughs> that it was like it absolutely looked like he was having a contraction and Bryce was there being like breathe breathe Josh is on his way <laughs> absolutely did it was so funny that's another thing where it was like it was so funny I should be like warming to FTR but I sure didn't so I will no. say also though watching this match my or watching the whole show my dad mostly was watching something else on his iPad and he had his little headphones in so he had like three takeaways which I will pepper throughout our little episode of Perfect. things that he noticed and liked or disliked and today at dinner he said and the one guy with the greasy wet hair I liked him <laughs> <laughs> so congrats to Adam Cole <laughs> oh my god made an impression <laughs> Adam Cole, <laughs> wet freak. Um, yeah, so he won. He was really proud of himself, as as he should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's move on to the other men's match that we saw, and then we'll talk about the, overall the men's bracket. So this was Darby <laughs> versus Jeff Hardy, or as I said, send in the clowns, <laughs> because these men were painted to perfection. Oh my God, <laughs> Jeff Hardy. I thought he really couldn't take it like to a higher level, but he like, the, oh my God, the face paint, the like sleeves that he was wearing. I was staggered. Now, I'll say Anne, it. And would you say that your heart got a, got a little softer? <laughs> well, little I thought you were going to say bigger. Him? Bigger and softer? When you looked at Jeff Hardy in that paint and in his gay pride clothing? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was, it was deranged, but my heart is softening. He did some very sweet handshaking with Darby at the end that did also soften my heart. And he, it was a lot of. He sweet. was really shaking and shaking. Like It was a very like appreciative. I I respect you. I respect you. I respect you. Yeah. And I appreciate when those 40 something WWE guys come in and they're really nice to Darby and Jungle Boy. (laughs) I think that's respectful to me as a person. You're right. So I like that. Yeah. Be kind to our babies. They're very talented. This makes me feel very strong. Very, very excited. Like, this, this is winning. This is winning. This we makes got her. me feel very, good, very strong, very excited. <laughs> <laughs> We've got her. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be saying that quite a bit from now on. <laughs> this makes me feel very strong, very excited. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Darby had asked uh, Papa Tony if he and Jeff could have a what was this called a. No holds barred no match. Barred. An out an all out mat. They had no rules, just right. An outback steakhouse <laughs> match. I honestly did find a lot of the spots of this like fairly alarming when they were up on that ladder and it was, was a crazy. very tall ladder. I was like, Jeff Hardy, I really I don't know if your body can take this. Well, it's yeah, like but- one of those things where like you know how like when two badly behaved boys in like kind of classroom <laughs> Tell like, me more. sitting together, <laughs> just, they cause problems. And the teacher's like, yeah. listen, you have to like, you guys have to be separated. That's mm-hmm. what I feel about Tony. Like, I'm like, you can't <laughs> let Darby and Jeff Hardy hang yeah, out. that's right. When they hang out, yeah. they cause problems and they try to kill themselves. You yeah. gotta to find the most, the most bookish girl in the classroom and put yes. him next put, to her. Yes. Yeah. Who yes. is the I most know. bookish girl that you want to put next to Darby? I'm 
listening. I'm like, my ears are so wide open. <laughs> I know. You think Ugh. on that it's some more. Leva, but that's not very exciting. But that's I'm not sure. going to do it for me. No. no. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to this in time. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah. But th- uh, then I also was just like, they love it and they need oh, yeah. it and they're desperate to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and is is that not meaningful a little bit? Like they need it. I do it. want their dreams to come true. I like mean, it's like you're right. the F1 guys are getting paid billions and billions of dollars to drive their death machines because <laughs> it gets their dicks hard. Like let <laughs> Jeff Hardy jump off a ladder. It's, it's probably that, like, less dangerous than driving a car. I mean, it's true that the man had to fake a drug relapse in order to do this again. <laughs> he was like, that's I how need badly this. he wanted to jump off these ladders. And he was like, I need to be around my people, Darby. <laughs> so, <laughs> during this match, my mother turned to me and said, Do people ever go to the hospital during this? <laughs> yeah. 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 Sometimes they die, even. But nobody in fact, died. This tournament is no, in rules. fact, this yeah. tournament. Yeah, and then I explained that she did not. She was not a fan. No, no. Yeah, it's not one of our Mm-mm. top like things that we explain to new people. No, no. but I don't. I yeah. There was a. There seemed to be. There was a real like kind of WWE like surge on Twitter of just like it's so disrespectful that they did these jumps at the Owen Hart tournament, mm. and it's like, well, I think you could make arguments for and against whether it was a good idea but I don't think that you can say that these jumps were the same thing as the equipment malfunction that caused Owen Hart to die yeah Yeah. they're not the same anyway so let's talk about the overall situation with the tournament oh right oh no sorry and then yeah so Jeff and Jeff Jeff won that did shock me it shocked me too and then I was like a little bit like did Jeff Hardy like overlap with Owen Hart? Is this like a sentimental victory? Oh. Like, is he, and I have no idea. No idea. Well, I mean, they did overlap in WWE. I did look that up today. But, but then it's also about really like who else is in the tournament still and right. what like, dynamics they're trying to play with. Cause Darby's not in a little feud with anybody right now, I think, but like Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are still in right. the tournament. Mm-hmm. So with like, and because of the young bucks, situation triangulation situation. those are three interesting people to potentially come into oh and adam cole's fighting jeff hardy next week okay yeah. great yeah. yeah you did bring up if uh, jeff hardy has insane clown palsy style which <laughs> i feel like he kind of does and you know right? they're like they're big in wrestling like they they are a wrestling tag team as well as like, yeah they're a wrestling tag team maybe uh-huh. we did talk about it because yeah. they were on wwe Mm-hmm. And they also like wrote a bunch yeah. of the WWE like theme music yeah. things. Yeah. 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 So, huh. so I don't know if he has any. That was another where I, I typed it into Google today. Like Jeff Hardy and Sam Clown Posse wrestling question mark. <laughs> and I did not really get very deep. I'm glad I was right about that because I was like, am I Buddy Murphy right now? And I don't know the difference between the well, subcultures. I mean, I sure don't either. Like maybe not. But that is kind of the vibe. I mean, he definitely has like an early 2000s vibe yeah he's going to the meeting of the juggalos i feel like it and I really, like a rave i really wish uh producer marjorie would unmute right now and be like actually girls let me tell you about juggalos <laughs> if marjorie was a secret juggalo expert like, that a juggalette. would be a juggalette <laughs> but but she remains silent. she remains silent <laughs> She smiles mysteriously. (laughs) There's that mystery that keeps us coming back for more. Um, Yeah. So Jeff Hardy won uh, respect handshake of respect with Darby. 
And then the Undisputed Elite came out. So uh, Kyler Riley, Bobby Fish, and Adam Cole wearing their matching Undisputed Elite gear. The young, the young Bucks not wearing matching <laughs> gear. Wearing rompers. Wearing rompers. Again, Matt Jackson being like, I've got one minute of standing here looking at the ring, being like, Hardy Brothers, I see you, while Adam Cole and I whisper in each other's ear like mean girl things. I'm going to give it. A thousand percent. Like you're gonna wonder what is happening with my face. I loved it, but it was crazed. This is, but that's why Matt Jackson is Matt Jackson. He Absolutely. doesn't waste his screen time when no. the camera is on him. He is yes. milking it. And again, that's why it's the Damon Salvatore Award. If I would love, if any of our listeners have watched the Vampire Diaries and do understand this reference, please just shoot us a line and say yes, you're right. Damon Salvatore <laughs> is the hammiest boy who's ever lived. And when wrestlers are achieving hammy greatness, they are walking in his footsteps. <laughs> So also upcoming in this tournament, we have, as I said, Adam Cole versus Jeff Hardy, Kyle O'Reilly versus Ray Phoenix. Impossible to imagine what that is going to be yeah. like, actually. And Samoa Joe versus a Joker. And we've said, I think one of you guys said it, so you can say it if you want to, who you wish the Joker would be. Did I, did I say you it both in my notes? I wanted it. to be. Not this Miro week. So you said bad. it another week. Miro. Yeah. I wanted to be oh, Miro so yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> God, I want, yeah. I miss and Miro I do think so that would much. Be great. Bring yeah. him back to us. He'd be great back. going up against Smojo. That would make my life. <laughs> I know. Um, all these matches mostly, like, they are a little, I don't know. I think when you get a tournament going, like, a lot of times it's, it feels much more like a sports tournament than, like, feud type thing. You know, it's just, like, slightly less emotional in general. Yeah, De- or definitely in the early stages for sure yeah. until you can figure out cuz I do think they usually try to do like this is the thread of like this is the plot that's going to happen in the tournament, but it does take a while to get there and sometimes mm-hmm. they don't get there. But I think I think that the the Adam Cole, Jeff Hardy, Kyle O'Reilly with the Bucks on the outside is the thing that's yeah, that's happening here. I mean, I do think that Adam Cole is going to be one of the final guys. I think it's possibly going to be like either adam cole versus the joker or adam cole versus samoa joe like that feels like the way i have no interest in seeing that but (laughs) samoa joe has not sold me on him yet so he's really he hasn't done anything that like got me worked up even though he did the thing with our beautiful boys i know he hasn't done anything negative it's just he's just nothing to me so far so just kind of porridge the way fdr used to be right (laughs) now actively i don't know now what they are i don't know what they are yeah they're kind of like a fermentation experiment that we're working (laughs) (laughs) they're kombucha (laughs) yes they're not porridge anymore something's happening to the porridge Oh, they would love to hear it. Okay, Mm. let's talk about something that's going to get us all so excited. Uh, So last Friday on Rampage, Hook fought J.D. Drake and won, obviously. And Danhausen came out after the match to propose that Hook be in Danhausen's corner for the match that he had scheduled versus Tony Nese on Dynamite, which Tony Nese like did a promo being like, I will be your first loss at Tony. I can't get into Tony, Nese, <laughs> but I guess he's playing the role he has to here. So hook looked annoyed and 
what the crowd was all cheering for it because everybody loves Hookhausen. all in on Hookhausen. <laughs> like the amount of pops and Hookhausen chants that this yes. is getting and is... signs. There were so yeah. many Hookhausen it, There signs. were t-shirts. Maybe that was on Dynamite later, but Unbelievable. still. Yeah. Everyone very excited. And commentary also quite excited. They're quite excited. <laughs> so, uh, and then Danhausen went a little too fast for Hook mm. and touched his chest and Hook freaked out and shoved him over and Danhausen... <laughs> pushed something across the ring and left in sadness but it was a it was a gift for Hook's gift. birthday gift and it was wrapped. a little package of chips with yeah. a bow on it mm-hmm. and Hook <laughs> did some great face acting He's, where yeah. he was just like maybe I did it bad oh god <laughs> like where it's just kind of like annoyed at yourself for being upset at your behavior which is perfect mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. good yeah so looks really he's been you know for not doing very much with his face what he does is very effective yeah yes. he he gets like the opposite of the damon salvatore yes part, where it's like he manages the to actual be actor award <laughs> <laughs> the oscar the oscar <laughs> <laughs> if only there were a name for an award you would get for doing like, good for like acting. Good acting. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, if you if you convey hammy emotions without using your face muscles, that is what Hook is doing. Like, Hook is being a ham. What? No, I know what I, you mean. It's like nothing in wrestling is not hammy. Well, it, no, I don't think it's all hammy. It's all over the top in a certain way, but mm. not all over the top emotionality is hamminess. <laughs> is that right? I think it is. <laughs> this is something to unpack in the months yeah, and years we'll to come. About it. <laughs> what, what, uh, yeah. what Hook is doing with his face is good. It's good. Yeah. A, it's we good can all agree on that. It's a little bit different from like Hangman's good acting, though. Yeah, yeah. But Hangman, I always like what Hangman's doing, but I'm not always like Hangman is like the best actor. But he's always doing a good job. I'm like, who's like a really good? Like Punk is probably doing like some of the best like acting sometimes. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think so. No. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i'm i need to process that one i'm not sure i don't think that well i guess maybe then i think that hangman and punk are kind of in the same arena then but i don't yeah. know i'm not i just am not often like hangman blew me away with his oscar-worthy performance but i'm like <laughs> he knows the emotional beats and is doing a pretty good job at them and but the knowing the emotional beats is kind of the most important thing because lots of the people doing acting on wrestling don't seem to know what they're supposed to be conveying it's really true yeah well let's revisit this next week because i really yeah. want to think about it i know okay we'll go we'll all go away and come back and really get into it yeah but, I anyway. do think like that CM Punk and Hangman are both doing like a slightly more naturalistic acting where like yeah. hook is doing a somewhat broad a broad character but doing like a good job of the acting well that's right because the character is over the top because he never talks and is like always being mad but the acting that he did on his face in the moment where he was like oh you were being nice to me and I was mean to you Mm -hmm. I think was normal good acting, even if the character is over the top. I don't think it was non-naturalistic acting. No. But I agree that the character is a broad cartoon wrestling character, whereas Hangman and Punk probably, well, maybe 
uh, Hangman more than I don't know probably both of them are playing naturalistic characters yeah 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 I, I think, think that's, that's right. right yeah yeah and doing good acting and then sometimes not quite as good but still <laughs> good <laughs> medium good medium good I feel acting, like now I was know. mean to Hangman and I didn't mean to be it's just no I, know I was what you like mean, trying to like... defend Hook's acting here and be like I think he did a genuinely good job that like you could do in a good TV show right. in that moment where, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Well, we brought the Oscars into it, I think, which does make it be like, well, Hangman's not really Oscar worthy <laughs> acting. So <laughs> I, love, I love where this conversation has taken us. <laughs> um, okay. We'll, we'll revisit it, but let's get to the rest of the Hookhausen. So yeah. on dynamite, then Tony niece like flipped out on Dan Housen, immediately squashed him, was beating him up pretty upsetting Uh, to be honest i was like pretty disappointed when this ended in five seconds oh really you guys you really wanted to see dan housen fight yeah i wanted to see a little bit yeah i wouldn't Mm -hmm. i've never seen him i'm i think i've i I don't think yeah i don't think i've ever watched three-way match with him and effie and orange cassidy once but that's the only time i've ever actually seen him wrestle i've I've never seen him promo i've never seen him wrestle i'm happy to watch him wrestle I don't care that much if he, <laughs> I don't care that much about him wrestling. I was, I was much more excited, honestly, that he got romantically rescued by Hook yeah. than if I had gotten to watch a Danhausen match. Not, well, no was, offense, Danhausen. I'm loving everything you're up to. No, I was disappointed at this point when the match seemed to be over and I didn't okay. know the romance was coming was more what yeah. I was. Yes, you yeah. did. You, 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 yes, right. But there was romance coming because yeah. Hook came out to save Danhausen. And yeeted Tony Nese or something. Don't really remember this part. <laughs> and then uh, Dan Housen offered Hook his hand again. Hook took it. The crowd went wild. It was <laughs> so exciting. I freaked out. Yeah. Yes. And uh, they are scheduled to fight Tony Nese and Together. Mark Sterling in the PPV buy-in. Wow. Yeah. That's emotional storytelling right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... It was good. And then there were some clips of like that di- stuff that didn't get shown on Dynamite where it's like Hook was trying to go out the heel tunnel, but Dan Housen turned him <laughs> around and made him go out the face tunnel. Mm-hmm. Well, he like he, he like was like telling Hook, he like he grabbed Hook's hand and was like, why don't we go down this way? And Hook was like, all right. And then <laughs> okay. they did. Like, that is a romance movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll give it a try. Why not? <laughs> Uh yeah, I loved all of this. I know. Oh my god, um, it's, it's it's the exact perfect kind of like romance that I enjoy when I'm watching romantic romantic comedies. Mm. And like the fact that I'm just in it with every like normie wrestling fan is absolutely killing me. <laughs> I know. I love that we're all united by this. Uh, again, including commentary later in this episode. Uh, Jr. was just like, I heard Taz. I heard that you're gonna have a little uh. Might, there might be someone else at your house for Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> and Taz was like, yeah, I guess he's just, I guess Hook's just in my house now. <laughs> well, I think he said like, he said something about like, uh, he's part of the family now or something. Yeah, like something where like I was that. like, okay, well, they just shook hands. Like, they haven't even kissed yet, but I love that you're being accepting and you're working through it now. It made me so desperately want the AEW reality show just to be mm. like, Hook joins the Tazes. <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> I mean, Dan Housen, Dan Housen. Joseph, you yeah. know what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meant. But like, and it's oh just like God. a slice of life reality show where like Tad goes <laughs> to go brush his teeth, but Dan Housen's in the bathroom putting on his makeup, you know? Oh my God. Oh. That was, I would love to see that. Yeah. Well, 
I will say, as always, for my dad, Danhausen, biggest hit of the night. He started laughing really hard (laughs) in a really like, what is happening kind of way. And then he said, oh, Lord. And then he brought him up again tonight, too. He's like the guy who came out with the the pain and the cape like Dracula. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Dracula. (laughs) That was my other hot idea of the week, was it not? Danhausen Daily. Well, we don't have to get into it. Very good idea, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think during this one also, it was either during this one or when Jeff Hardy came out, but my mom turned to me and said in a tone where it was like, oh, I get it now. She was like, oh, it's entertainment. That's right. That's 100% she, right. She, she's like, Jericho is actually speaking truth to power. <laughs> yeah. it's like They're sports entertainers. I understand. Yeah. They do entertain us, mm-hmm. but they're serious us wrestlers too it's also sports so it's also a sport yeah uh okay any other thoughts it's like at a certain point you're just like wow when you're doing it perfect what are you gonna say yeah it's perfect no notes just keep going yeah i want to see how far how far dan hasn't will go (laughs) are we gonna get a kiss in the ring is the the question on all wrestling fans mind yeah (laughs) I have a Google alert on Orange Cassidy. Don't ask about it. It's normal. Oh, okay. <laughs> One of the things that keeps hitting it is like uh, Danhausen, like the fact that Orange Cassidy got injured changed what they were going to do with Danhausen. And I keep being like, did Hookhausen get invented because Orange Cassidy was injured? Because if so, I will wow. be mad at Keith Lee and start being grateful. <laughs> I know. God yeah. takes with one hand and gives with the other, you know, like closes a door and opens a window. <laughs> <laughs> so true, bestie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, let's move on to another exciting match, which was, uh, okay, so we had a little uh, interlude on Rampage where Jungle Boy came out hot and attacked Ricky Starks, uh, who's on commentary, as a prelude to their battle for the FTW belt on Dynamite. Uh, and that was very funny because... <laughs> Because they both immediately had to start getting their shirts off. Like, it's like JB it's came out so with his funny. shirt on and started taking it off while attacking Ricky. And Ricky was like, I also must get my shirt off. He was like in the process of falling and unbuttoning his shirt like on the way down. I think I feel like Ricky Starks is the, the biggest offender or I don't know if offender is the right word. The biggest congratulations to him where he's like, the shirt must come off. I oh, cannot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I simply can't think when the shirt is stifling my body <laughs> well i will say ding 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 this is mm. who i am giving uh mommy's little award to yeah me uh, too me too we didn't discuss this we no. did not uh yeah. absolutely it was ricky starks and yeah. you know how he solidified it you know it was that moment mid-match where he did his <laughs> Oh, for me, it was when he looked into the camera and went, why me? <laughs> yeah. And for me, it was actually moments after the why me when he was getting throttled. His face was like literally purple and his oh my eyes God. were bugging out. Yeah. Ricky saying why me is the like, why me it's like amazing. he's submitting his application. He's like, I could be your poor little meow meow. <laughs> Have you thought? <laughs> it could be me. <laughs> Ricky's Ricky. really been making a, a run up my affections the last like six months, I would say. He's yeah. just like making his play good for him good for he's him. been killing it uh, everything he does it's i he is he's not matt jackson but he is in they're in a category you know what yeah. i mean they yeah. understand well, hamminess mm-hmm. the same don't, way yeah. don't you think that it's possible that it was like don't you think that ricky started like really turning up his 
whatever he's doing when the when MJF started talking about the pillars and Ricky got so mad at not being a pillar and he's like you pay for this <laughs> wow maybe so well if so he knocked it out of the park because I I literally just now was like he is a pillar Ricky yeah he's one of our pillars absolutely a pillar I'm rewriting I'm like we have so many pillars so many beautiful pillars in our beautiful company <laughs> Um, yeah, but this was great. So yeah, they were, (laughs) I guess I will explain. These are, (laughs) so these are two pretty evenly matched men. They did a lot of acrobatic grappling and posing. I will say that in the middle of the match, right before I had to go to my basement to sit there for an hour because we were having severe thunderstorms and the alarm went off and the power went off and I was sitting there in the dark. Um, I, thought I'd leave to myself I was like oh there must just be a I think there must be a popular meme format that's like no more twink on twink violence and so I just typed twink v twink into google and clicked enter and it like didn't really occur to me that like I don't have safe search on or anything and so immediately I just was looking at a full page of porn just like full porn just the dicks and I like so startled where I was like no where's my meme and then I was like well all you searched was twink v twink so that is what you're seeing you're like yeah but but in a funny cute way that's a wrestling game not in the google why can't you read my mind why don't you know exactly what I want so that's something that happened to me um okay so the match came to a head when I didn't just want did one of you really understand this do you want to explain this no this was a point where it was like this is not very complicated but my little brain couldn't really handle following all the moving parts of this yeah well I thought what happened was that Ricky got out of the ring to get a prop his FTW belt wasn't it right yes the belt but I thought that it was uh like he was going to use it illegally yeah and Swerve came out and was like, no, don't do illegal stuff, Ricky, like you always do. The recap that I read, not that the recap's no better than me, but the recap said that Ricky got out to grab his belt and ditch the match. <laughs> Which oh. I was like, I don't think he was going to ditch the match. No, I thought he was going to use the belt as like a That's, weapon. Yeah, plunder, as they say in the biz. <laughs> um, okay, great. Well, we don't know. But uh, yeah, regardless, Swerve came out stopped him from retreating or doing prop violence or whatever he was going to do. But he also accidentally distracted the ref. So the ref didn't notice that JB then pinned Ricky for like an eight count or something. (laughs) And then by the time the ref got back into the ring, Ricky pinned JB and won. So then we had a little situation. Swerve was trying to do good, but instead he had done bad. He mm-hmm. was doing some pretty good acting, actually. Yeah. Some some fairly yeah. naturalistic acting of like, oh, shit, I really kind of <laughs> jacked this one up. Uh, Christian and Luchasaurus came out and Christian like mean bumped Swerve. Like mm-hmm. you fucked this mm-hmm. up for my little ward. <laughs> and Swerve was like trying to explain to Christian and Luchasaurus clearly like I wasn't trying to interfere I was trying to stop Ricky from doing whatever he was doing Luchasaurus I thought seemed like he was being like well it's a bad situation but maybe that's right Christian was being like get out of here get out of here and then JB was like crying on the other side of the (laughs) ring just like (laughs) leaning over the ring like oh (laughs) I lost again last week they said Boy, like, I don't, he was like, and then you'll look sad about what happened. And so he was like, 
Okay, so I'm going to be Kristen Stewart in Twilight when Edward abandoned her. when you're... I'm just going to make my mind so empty. <laughs> just hung over the rings being like, I'm weeping. Oh my God. I think the commentary might have said like, he's such an intellectual wrestler or something during the match where I was like, stop lying to me. <laughs> dumb little boy say anything they (laughs) really that no one controls them um so then there was a moment christian was like looking at him the crowd clearly was very nervous like it was Mm -hmm. like what are you gonna do and he walked over and laid a heavy hand on jungle boy and then (laughs) hugged him yeah Uh, there was a little you know it was kind of like a it was like the vibes were a little weird yeah, and then I think also somewhere in there, Keith Lee and Swerve and Ricky and Will Hobbs had another confrontation. But I've explained enough. We don't have to do that. so. <laughs> what do you think? I am interested in what they're doing with Christian. Like it was interesting to me that like the crowd is clearly like all on the same page with us, where it's like Christian might be turning into mean dad, but like yeah. he's not turning. But I also like don't feel confident in like what he's doing with his face. Like. I- I think he I think that's the plot. I think Christian is not a good actor. I think Christian yeah. is a bad actor. And so I often just like don't really trust what I'm seeing yeah. from his face. Cuz it's like it's good if it like or it's fine if it's like a slow burn where he is going to like one one of these times just really lose it on Jungle Boy, which I would be very Ali's <laughs> eyes really so lit up. Yeah. Like exactly. I'd be very <laughs> electrified for that kind of turn, but like I do feel a little bit like, are we gonna, are we doing that or what are we doing here? So, I mean, yeah, yeah, but it is just because like I don't think Christian executes super well, so yeah, makes you no. feel nervous about it. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think it'll be good. I think he's good at seeming really mad, but he's not really good at that in between space of like I don't think he's what I, not an actor, think he should be doing is like getting that slight kind of that Adam Cole thing where it's like the, mm. the, the moment where he can't hide how angry he is, but then, and then this isn't quite the Adam Cole thing. Cause Adam is usually like one or the other in a big way, but then lock it all back up. up yeah. And then be like, it's okay. I have my, I have my control. I'm a good guy now. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good if he was pulling that See, kind of thing off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's true that acting isn't easy, but that's why you should be recruiting thespians. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, so any thoughts on the implications of this for the Jurassic Express Team Taz match? And then I wasn't sure when that would be, but then I wondered, will it be at Double or Nothing? It could be. I mean, I also sort of thought with the addition of um, Swerve and Keith Lee into that thing that they're probably going to do a three-way match before. Interesting. Oh. That would kind of make sense. Yeah, but I do, like, that night was the night that I was like, oh, Ricky and and Hobbs could take the belt off of Jungle Boy Mm. and Luchasaurus. Like, I think we were struggling to think of a heel tag team that could do it. And it's like, they could do it. That's very true. I mean, I want to see it. As you you know, Ricky's really got me now. I'm like, I'm ready to, that man is going to be... That's going to be, like, just back on our Young Bucks belt vibe. Where it's like, they're not going to waste them. Yeah. Take a minute to think about Ricky Starks doing his little pose with the belt around his stomach, and next to him, Will Hobbs in the fur coat, <laughs> the fur coat. <laughs> with the belt. So like good. honestly, it's gonna be it's gonna be the best. 
Yeah. That idea about the three-way makes sense to you because I have been feeling through all this as like Ricky and Will Hobbs have like too many irons in the fire right now. You know, like yeah, it's in multiple confusing things. But um, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. And yeah. And because if Christian is being bad guy and Christian's being like swerve costs you the match. And so you've got a lot of interesting... That's good. I think they're doing a good job with this, actually. Like, yeah, now yeah. that we've gotten to this point, I'm like, oh, the pieces are coming together. And I thought, I was like, I, we've probably seen it before and I just didn't clock it or whatever. But I really liked that Swerve was like, I'm interfering because I'm trying to help. Like, yeah. I'm trying to stop mm-hmm. someone from doing a bad thing. And it backfired on me. And yeah. now I'm in the wrong but mm-hmm. he was gonna do something bad and I'm like we don't see that that much and no. it's a really fun little rich like mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff yeah. going on there I loved it yeah yeah and it's good and too if Christian does like eventually lose it where it's like he's you know getting real mad at someone whose intentions were good yeah. so yes yeah don't you think that Christian could lose it when when Jungle Boy loses the belt yeah like they, they might be yeah working up to that where it's like yeah you'll never lose again okay you lost again that's that's okay that's okay and then yeah, yeah not being able to keep it together when they how lose. long have, how long have they been doing when was the first time we were like christian heel christian when it was he had that match was, that he was he, so mad about he threw the water bottle it was after he lost and he doesn't wrestle that much who did he wrestle was it kenny no no no, no it, it wasn't was that long ago. it was like last month or something yeah, we Whatever. hadn't seen him wrestle in a really long time because I remember Hulk? I got. Was it? Was it a newer on. guy? We're not going to solve this, so we have to move on. <laughs> we don't know. We do. You tell us. Okay. I think a fun game would people. <laughs> so embarrassing. People asking us facts like that, and then we just struggle to answer them. <laughs> just like, oh, you think oh, that would be a fun? month ago? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was another country, and besides, yeah. the wench is dead. Uh, it was okay. Adam Cole. Wait, no, that's coming up. Never mind. <laughs> well, okay. The only other note I have here is that Jr. is sexually in love with Jungle Boy because he kept saying he's getting so thick. He's thickened <laughs> up so much. I've been, I've been on that train for a while because if you notice, Jung, Jr. refuses to say Jungle Boy. He always calls him Jungle Jack Perry. Yeah. yeah. And it's like this vibe of like, he's not a boy. He's a man. <laughs> he's a full grown man, everyone. Don't worry about that. And he's getting thicker every day because he's working on his upper body. <laughs> Okay, Jr. You really can get away with anything. It does. It looks like Christian Cage defeated Ethan Page on April uh, on in March. That's it. Yeah, Christian won. Why was he so mad afterwards? <laughs> oh no. Okay, so it was Adam Cole in April. Oh. They do the dates backwards on Cage oh. Match. They do them European style. That's why. Oh, it me. So Europeans. They say it's six four, and I was like, that hasn't happened yet. Is this upcoming? But, um, it was in Boston. So Leah, were you there physically in person? <laughs> Leah. oh no oh geez uh, actually i'm not from boston i don't know <laughs> leah declines to comment <laughs> could not be reached for comment interesting oh my god okay we yeah, gotta we're, we're, i don't Great. know what we talked about for so long i guess it was thespians <laughs> but we're really running out of time tonight uh wh- we can't talk about all of this in the time we have left Let's, uh, well, let's just go quick, I guess. MJF and Wardlow had their contract signing. Uh, MJF, it was Long Island. This is home turf. He got his big cheers. He did a real, like, little camp activity, like, play-along <laughs> thing where he got everyone to boo for Wardlow. The terms of the contract are that Wardlow, this is crazy, has to take <laughs> 10 lashings on Dynamite next week. So, okay, public, <laughs> public punishment. Sure. 
And then he has to fight Sean Spears in a cage match with MJF as special guest referee, which we thought we had once and then didn't. And I still don't understand this time how it's going to work. And if he wins the cage match, he gets to fight MJF at double or nothing, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I guess he gets his freedom if he wins that, (laughs) I think. So it's more more, uh, labors. And uh, Wardlow signed, but he did also then beat up security to the really sexy striptease and Mm. powerbombed Mark Sterling through a table. It was so good. It was so satisfying. It was great. Everything was really, about this whole segment was... It was a was... really satisfying powerbomb, too. Like, it's like that yeah. table, boom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so Sarah, my friend Sarah, is actually from Long Island, and she went to the show with her sister and her mother. And her sister does watch the show, but, like, casually, usually, like, DVRs, it watches it the next day. And she loves Wardlow. And so the entire ride to the arena she was like i'm not gonna boo wardlow i'm gonna be cheering from wardlow for wardlow and i don't care who i get in trouble with and <laughs> then the second she was in that crowd being surrounded by everybody and they had the the boo wardlow on the titatron she was out there booing her stupid little head off and she was like <laughs> she was absolutely she's like you couldn't help it you couldn't stop yourself you were like we are long island and we are for mjf <laughs> yes and that's great crowd energy i mean that's like yeah. you really can tell when the crowd is like we love the role we've been given to play yeah. like we can't help it be like the group energy is just mm-hmm. like yes we are the fifth yeah. player or whatever yeah and it is like the yeah we're player. we're in this little skit and we are gonna do our part yeah. so yeah. good yeah they're yeah. they are very aware that they were a character and i love that for them it's yeah very that's fun. great uh, I thought this was all great. MJF did a fake dark side of the ring promo. Was that so Jericho funny. narrating? Yeah. And that yeah. part where he's like, wait a minute. I'm not narrating for that guy. <laughs> not after everything we've been through. Wait, how much is he paying? So MJF yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Was uh, perfect. Yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, it was great. I mean, it's like just more of the same because he's doing it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. MJF does such a good job of like making things funny while not being like a comedy wrestler, which I feel like is just so important for wrestling in general and my entertainment levels. I agree. Well, he because he's a hammy boy, Mm -hmm. but then he'll get serious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what we like the most in the world. Yeah. When he was cowering behind Sean Spears when Wardlow was like flailing around. (laughs) When he was was kicking his little legs. I was laughing so hard I was in tears. Like his (laughs) just his little cowering scared face was perfect. So good. Does it so good. Um okay, anything else on that? We can move. No, I'm moving us right along to uh Sam Punk showed up to the Long Island Dynamite uh and got booed. Uh, because that was the role of the crowd was to boo him and he was mm-hmm. fighting local boy John Silver with Hangman on commentary so Punk won this match he like made meaningful eye contact with Hangman at commentary uh, and then deployed the buckshot lariat which mm. did feel I said this in the notes, like in Philip Pullman, where you like shouldn't touch someone mm-hmm. else's demon. Mm-hmm. It's like verboten. That's mm-hmm. how I felt. Where I was like, you yeah, use his finisher against his friend. Is that legal? <laughs> it's very yeah. It's like it's so personal. It's so intimate. It's so yeah. disrespectful. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, and in a way, I, I think it actually did do some work to make me be like, I don't know, maybe this feud is working better than I thought. Which I'm still <laughs> not fully convinced of, but. True. I'm going to pass this over. Leah, I, I really liked your kind of breakdown of what was going on afterwards when Punk and Hangman had a little interlude in the ring. So yeah, you take it well, away. Well, it kind of felt like Hangman was very like 
full of pr- fake bravado and like I'm gonna fake it until I make it sort of thing like I'm gonna I can defeat anyone and I'll do anything to stay at the top and like I'm just gonna I'm gonna be as loud and aggressive as I possibly can in order like to hide any kind of insecurities I have meanwhile punk was almost gaslighting him with his tone where he was like <laughs> I don't know why you're taking it personal we're gonna shake hands we're gonna this is a business transaction are you mad hangman you look you look pretty mad. <laughs> Are you upset? <laughs> that is the perfect way to like get under Hangman's skin because like what do you say to that? And Hangman really didn't have that much to say to it. He was just breathing fire about it. Yeah, I feel like Punk really does a good job of doing like such a like passive aggressive like mean girl stuff like patronizing like condescending kind of energy where it's even like he walked out wearing like an islander's jersey which like seems like it's a compliment to new york but then like our friend beth told us like the jersey the person whose jersey it was like doesn't play with the islanders anymore so actually it was an insult kind of thing so it's like that kind of like underhanded like oh yeah i'm just being nice like why are you getting so mad kind of vibe is um it's, it makes me want to slap him a little bit, so I think that's pretty effective. <laughs> you're, Good you're right, and it is making me laugh really hard because it's right that, that Punk would be like, oh my God, that's such a cute skirt. Is it a bitch? That's the ugliest fucking skirt I've ever seen. <laughs> wow. We are going to have to tell Matt Jackson that there's another Regina George in the running at AEW. You can't have two in a pack. Mm, that's why no. they don't interact. That's why they don't. You're yeah. so right. You get you get your turf, I get mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I agree about all of that. I think it, it was just kind of weird that like this, ma- the setup of this match, I think Hangman said like when he was on commentary, he was like, I've got John Silver's back. And it was like, we actually haven't seen you do anything with Dark Order recently. Like, mm-hmm. I think I've just like been feeling a little bit like parts of hangman's dealer like feeling a little unmoored to me right now and Mm -hmm. like punk is such a weird kind of character in the first place that i don't know even though all these dynamics as described by my smart co-host make sense i still just feel like kind of not fully present in this feud and like unsure about what the what things are gonna look like on the other side of double or nothing yeah like I think this week really like got me more invested in than I had been in the past but I like I do agree like the stuff with Hangman and Dark Order really has been kind of like it's like it's been dropped and I can't tell if it's like significant or not it's like Hangman isn't good at being friends with people but like is that like a thing or you guys just kind of forgot that they were supposed to be friends like I can't tell at this point and um yeah yeah it's kind of just a, a weird yeah unmoored I think is the right word for it where Hangman's just like I'm not quite sold on whatever's well, going on and this is why i kind of disagreed initially with the idea that punk is a good actor because punk is good at reacting to somebody like he's good at reacting to mjf's bits and he has like he like he's good like if somebody else is the aggressor like with eddie like he does a good job of like feeding off of them in a kind of sardonic way but i don't think that punk often like adds emotionally to th- like i don't think he's ever really doing emotional acting work like I don't know what's going on with punk well yeah I don't know that I agree with that I think he does but I I I don't think I don't know I guess I just don't know that I would say that I think his ability to act or not act is the thing that is going wrong in this feud like it's something about 
the construction of the feud is I'm like missing some key pieces of like, Mm -hmm. this is me right now. And this is who I wish I was. And this is who I'm scared of being from like both of the people, but like a lot from, well, I don't know, maybe from punk. I don't know. I just feel like we keep blaming hangman for it, but it's like, what is what who is will blame punk? punk? <laughs> well, I do well, think I was, like who is punk? Yeah, well, it is true that like punk's move, like in these kind of feuds, tends to be like, why are you so mad? Like it just seems like you're kind of worked up and like kind of just like putting himself above it all a little bit, where it's it's like he doesn't really come at it in a way where it's like he wants something or he's vulnerable or. Um, yeah, it's just kind of like a little self-protective maybe. So yeah. like people aren't getting to him as much. So then it's I think it's a little hard when you pair him up with Hangman where it's like he has to be the aggressor and like Hangman is now being the aggressor more, but it's like a little strange matchup. But it's the, it's the same thing again that we had with Brian Danielson where it's like the level of aggression that they're bringing to Hangman so maybe it's because it's happened with Brian Danielson before that I'm not being like it's fully a punk problem because I'm like something is going wrong and and they are kind of working out in the end just like I don't know like they have to get so aggressive against Hangman but not in a way that like makes sense to me like I'm like punk why do you I do agree that I don't think he's made it clear like this is why I care about getting the belt and I do think he could tie it more to like having been shaken by the experience with MJF and yeah, being be like, this is actually, you unlocked the beast in me, which we saw. And now like, I don't know how to put it all the way back in. Mm-hmm. I agree that maybe he's not doing that. And I don't know if he, I don't know what he thinks. Yeah. But yeah. then when I, I'm just saying like the acting thing is like his, he's a very n- natural talker. And that is like to me, that is really important in yeah. terms of acting because that's something that like, and I love Hangman so much. I want to be so clear, and I think he does do a great job. But Hangman is a less natural talker, and it is easier for me to tell when he's like, "This is I'm getting to a part of the script that I'm doing, yeah. and I have to do this part this way." Yeah. And with Punk, even when I don't know exactly what's going on with him, I never have that feeling of like, you know, that you're you're showing me you're in a play right now. Yeah. yeah. I don't disagree with that. It's true. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we've seen, I can see where you're both coming from. Cause it's like on the one hand, like we, we haven't seen punk do real complicated emotions probably, but I don't, I haven't ever gotten the point with him where I was like, Oh, you're acting right now. Like you're doing your, your little skits. So yeah. And yeah. H- Hangman's not like always. I'm not like no, be- I, no, being I mean, mean. But I know it's just like sometimes where he's like, yeah. "This is the big scene. I gotta get the big scene." <laughs> right. And I'm like, "You yeah. do have to get the big scene. You're doing so good. You're my perfect boy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, should we just discuss um, whether or not? Yeah, this is the last thing that we'll do. Great. Yeah. Um, is uh, our, our, is Mox Eddie's wife? <laughs> I think we're all wondering it because suddenly the question Eddie's on talking everybody's about his... lips after Hookhouse at Will Hookhausen happen is yeah. is John Moxley Eddie Kingston's kayfabe wife well, Eddie's of twenty years talking about his wife of twenty years every five seconds it's like Eddie I I thought you weren't 
married. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. And then this time Jericho was like, if your wife's not happy, call, have her call me. And then Mox's music hit immediately after. So it had to have been, I mean, I think Eddie, I gave, guess. A, Eddie gave an interview today where he was like, yeah, I made it up. My wife is wrestling. But like, I think on the show, it's like, it's <laughs> that's unhinged because to be clear, what happened Very is that funny. last week, this was the greatest thing that actually I think I've ever seen. Jericho got a call at the commentary desk. We've yeah. never seen this before. I'm obsessed with it. I need Did to not be- know they had a switchboard up there. <laughs> they just put me through to the commentary desk. The, the comedy potential of people just getting calls on commentary. And it was Eddie Kingston saying that his wife of 20 years cried when she saw his fireballed face and now it's serious so we're all just like what the fuck eddie kingston doesn't have a wife and in kayfabe has been like john moxley is the reason that my mother doesn't have grandchildren (laughs) it's like what is the truth i think you're a bachelor in kayfabe uh, and then on Dynamite, the Jericho Appreciation Society were like giving a victory speech because of their successful fireballing. This was great. Matt 2.0 asked if we wanted to know what gets his nipples hard. Obsessed. Oh, Allie, with Allie, you might have missed it, but he changed his name to Daddy Magic. I don't mm-hmm. acknowledge. Allie, don't acknowledge. It's, it's Daddy Magic. Don't acknowledge. <laughs> and uh, then blah, 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 blah. Jericho was like, yeah, and Eddie's wife, if you're not happy, I'll fuck you, basically. <laughs> and then Moxley's music. <laughs> and so, what I, which I did, I will say, I I mean, I loved all of this. And I would love it if Mox was Eddie's wife. But I love that they were like, yes, the Mox-Eddie friendship is coming back. They're still friends, yeah. baby. I'm so I glad because they've dropped it for so long. They like, did, but like... When Brian Danielson and uh, Mox first like started teaming together, Eddie retweeted somebody being like, Mox, the next time Mox asked Eddie to tag, and then it was like the, the picture of the garage where it says, welcome back, cheater. And then Eddie apparently saved that tweet because he retweeted it again yesterday or the day before and was like, we had a talk. We had a talk. <laughs> so good. That's I good love stuff. it. I mean, Eddie I love knows that Mox is his wife for sure. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> oh my god, it's so funny that he gave an interview saying I made it up. That's so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> He's just Eddie's like, I gotta say that somebody was upset about my fireballed face. I guess my wife of twenty years. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, that works. I will say this was my dad's third opinion of the night about wrestling. He said, "Oh, and that guy who said to the other guy, oh, if your wife's not happy, call me." He said, "He's so slimy. I hate him." <laughs> so, right You're again, right. Dad. We love Dan Housen. We hate Jericho, and we and like you, the greasy-haired guy. We like the, the we like the wet boys, and we the don't like boy. the the Jerichos. <laughs> um, yeah. So then this was a Blackpool Combat Club. Pride and Prejudice and Eddie versus like standoff and skirmish versus Jericho Appreciation Society. William Regal punched Jericho in the face. Love to see it. Uh, And uh, is this going to be you think this is going to be a big match at double or nothing? I really hope so. I do want to see that. I think it will be. I think it's very funny. Jericho is like obsessed with these huge. He's like, I'll get as many men as I can. He wants four backup singers and then he wants an opposing faction of the same number of men that he can just face them down. You're right. My God. Anyway, so that's the news in wrestling. I think we we pretty much got it all. Yeah, and then we saw Dustin get choke slammed, and that was really important, but pl- plot-wise, <laughs> not that relevant. It was important to me, but yeah, we don't have to get yeah, into I it. Yeah, I mean, I'll be watching it boy. again and again, but like, yeah. that's that's not that's not something we have to go over right now. On a loop, yeah, 
I love it. He came out not prepared to wrestle, not wearing wrestling clothes, and just got choke slammed a bunch. That's so high too. It was boy. real dramatic. Yeah, my beautiful boy. <laughs> okay, that's all we got to say. I've been Allie. I've been Han. And I've been Leah. And this is Tunnel Talk. Our show is produced by Marjorie Voinovich. Our theme is by Chris Gorkin. You can find us on Twitter at TunnelTalkPod, via email at TunnelTalkPod at gmail.com. Please buy the magnets we're hawking. No, you don't have to if you don't want to, but they're there. And uh, rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And come back next week.